All right, now we're recording. It is the 24th of November, two days before Thanksgiving, 2015. I'm talking uh, with Mom again about this time we're going to go a little bit more into us and um, the history of uh, my brothers and me and kind of go from there. That's kind of where we left off last time. That's what I didn't remember. Yeah, so we kind of got up uh, to seven, right around your guys' wedding and um, right, around, right around when Dave was being born. So, okay, kind of start with uh, start with Dave. All right. So I think you had said you guys had been had done a little bit of planning on in a few months, basically about, tried for three months and then got pregnant with Dave. Uh, yeah, after we decided that we were ready to have kids, that's about right. Yeah. So did you, do you remember uh, telling Dad when you were pregnant or kind of what that was, what that I was like back then? honestly. <laughs> yeah. I think because I had missed a period, I probably mentioned that, and then I just went to the doctor to confirm it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what was the what was the pregnancy like with Dave being your first time? Um, I was trying to think. I was still working. That's right. I was still working. And I think I had a little bit of morning sickness, but it wasn't terrible. But you've probably heard me say that I went into labor on my last day on the job. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, literally, I had ordered, you know, it was the custom to bring treats for your coworkers on your last day of work. So I had ordered a couple of dozen of whatever cookies or donuts or something, and I woke up and my water broke. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so I couldn't couldn't go to work, obviously. So I called a friend that works there too, and and she knew I was pregnant. We were we used to go out with them as couples. So I called Mary and I said, Mary, can you pick up the donuts? Because <laughs> I was in labor and I had to get to the hospital. So. That what was uh, what was Dad doing that morning? Well, I don't know. I don't remember, but I I feel sure he was going to work because yeah. I wasn't due. Well, that was kind of the beginning of when they thought I was due. But um, I think it was about ten days early, and I thought, well, I'll have ten days to get prepared, <laughs> get the crib <laughs> out and everything. Yeah, he was about ten days early. And then how much did he weigh? Do you remember? I don't have that in my head. Yeah, we can look it up. Um, then, at what time of day was he born? Um, I think I went to the hospital and got there around probably ten o'clock, and he would—I was in labor for, gosh, I think it was twenty-four hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it wasn't hard labor for twenty-four hours, but I think Still. it was the day before he was born. I'd have to look those things up as far as that if you want that, but. Yeah, and then who who came to the hospital during when you were in labor? Your parents, family, no, or because they weren't in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, Dad was the only one there, and then okay. we called them. And of course, when we called them, you know, they were surprised because they thought that I wasn't due for another ten days. But when you when your water breaks at home, they tell you get immediately to the hospital. Yeah, you know, because they don't want any infection. Right. Um, now what was that first child what was that experience like for you and Dan 
Well, it was great. I mean, we were excited, but I was so dead tired by the time the was born. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'd been awake for 24 hours, and I'd been in labor for 24 hours, so I was ready for some sleep. <laughs> and it was in the middle of the summer, you know, yeah. June 26th, and uh, so it was pretty hot. Of course, I had an old-fashioned doctor because my doctor happened to be out of town, and he... Um, Dave had, uh, oh, I can't even think of the name of it. It's something that a lot of babies get, uh, jaundice, mm. you know, where they look kind of yellow. Yeah. And it's nothing life-threatening. It's just something that, like, your liver doesn't start working. And a lot of, it happens to most babies. Well, yeah. this old doctor wouldn't let Dave go home. <laughs> <laughs> he had, I, but he let me stay in the hospital. I was in the hospital with Dave for longer than they would ever let me stay today. It was either 10 days or 12 days. Wow. Because they wouldn't let him, they wouldn't release him until the jaundice went away, and I didn't want to go home without him. And he was healthy other than that? Oh, yeah. Well, and that's, it's not really a health issue. It's just something that I guess, a yeah, part you're... of the body that doesn't, you know, develop. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was silly. And looking <laughs> back on it, if I had known that, I would have fought for it because it was stupid to stay there. I was in there for past the 4th of July. Wow. Yeah. So when you finally got home, what was that? I mean, you'd had the room set up by then? Yeah, Because you, did. you didn't go home at all, right? So Dad went home and set things up. Correct. I, they didn't release me. I could have gone home, but I didn't want to leave Dave there and have to drive back and forth. That didn't make sense. Yeah. So Dad, you know, I don't, I don't remember now whether he went to work a few times, but... You know, Did you guys have a, a baby room set up for Dave? Oh, yeah. We had a room ready in the crib and everything. Yeah. It was in that house on Zhang Street. Not Zhang. I'm, yeah. No. No. I mean, no, Zhang. Yeah, it would have uh, been. I can't think of the street there in Cincinnati because we didn't live there very long. Dad will think of it. But, you know, we he was born in June, and... June of 76, and we moved out here in 78 when I was pregnant with Mike. So we only lived in that house a couple of years. So what were those, I guess, those couple of years in, in Cincinnati like with Dave before you came out to Colorado? Well, it was fun because we were in a, it was kind of a, a small development. It wasn't anything big. There were, I think there were three streets, uh, cul-de-sacs, and it was all young families, you know. Hmm. So there were a lot of uh, moms with young kids, and, uh, you know, it was fun to be in an environment like that when you have a baby. Yeah. And then... Um, Do you spend a lot of time with your family? Well, my family didn't live there, honey. Well, I'm just like, did you guys go to Portsmouth? Or did oh, they come sure. See? Yeah, yeah, they would come down or we would drive home. Sure. Yeah, we... Holidays and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely for holidays. But then... How it... How was yeah, Dave as a as a baby? How was Dave as a baby the first couple of years? Oh, he was great. <laughs> Easy. He was. I mean, literally, when I got him home, and I didn't figure this out till several years later, he slept literally around the clock. I'd get him up and nurse him. He'd go back to sleep. Get him literally twenty four hours, except for his times to eat. And I thought, well, this is no trouble, you know. <laughs> I can do <laughs> this. This easy. Well, and I, it was really several years later when I remembered and figured out what it was. When I was in that long labor, 
they gave me all kinds of, you know, uh, painkillers to ease the pain. And the painkillers caused him to be sleepy for a week or two. Oh, wow. Because the drugs affect the baby. And, of course, they don't tell you that when you're a first-time mother because they're afraid you'll worry about it. But after he got out of that phase, he was delightful. He never <laughs> cried. I mean, you know, he he was a happy baby. And But before, I just kept thinking, is this all it is? It's just putting back in <laughs> I, can do, I can do that. <laughs> so did you stop, you, stop, you stop working at that point, or did you go back at all? Or uh, no, daycare? I, I didn't ever intend to go back. Once I had kids, I had decided I, I didn't want to work. Yeah. Never even dreamed of it. And literally... I was at home until 2000 when you guys graduated and went off to school. I went yeah. back to work. But all those years in between, I was home. Yeah. Oh, I know. There was a big gap on, on my Social Security. <laughs> I wasn't contributing much. But just I, that's diff- what just I in a different way. And, you know, it yeah. worked out. And I did the same with Mike and the same with you guys. So when did you guys start – did you start planning for Mike before you moved, or how did that kind of all time out? Um, yeah, see, I was pregnant when we moved out here. So we made that decision. Let's see. We moved out here in – what did I say, June? Yeah, and he was born in October. Yeah. So um, I don't know if we knew, though, when we got pregnant that Dad was going to get this job. So it was kind of a surprise. Yeah, he, real quick. He with, wanted to get a job out here, but he, you know, he didn't have any leads on one. Yeah, real quick with Dave. Did you guys know the sex before he was born? Did we know what? The sex that Dave was a boy. Oh no. Nope. We didn't know. Was that even a, Was that even an option? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. That's it. All right. So um, you decided to have a second kid, and then when did you guys decide to go to Colorado? What was well, Dad had told me when we met that he was from Colorado and that he intended to move back there if he could get a job. And he told me that before we got engaged because he wanted to be sure that I wouldn't say, no way, I'm not going to live in Colorado. Yeah. And I said, fine, if you get a job, I'll go with you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. He wasn't going to go without a job. So he had started looking, and he got, I think they flew him out here for an interview. And um, I think my parents were probably more upset than I was, which I understand now that I'm a parent. Yeah. You, know, you don't want your kids to move that far away, but it turned out fine because they were able to come out and visit. Yeah. And so that's how that happened. But Dad told me when we met that he wanted to live out here because he didn't want to get serious about somebody that said, I'll never live in Colorado. Yeah. So that's how that happened. So then, he. I think we we talked about this. I think the first interview where he came out, and then you you drove. You came back, and you guys drove out with Dave. Is that right? Uh, no, he drove out, and he stayed with Gary and Linda. Right. Okay. Because I had to stay there, and they came and got our furniture, and our other car, which was my Nova, I think, <laughs> and they put it on the van, and then. I flew out with Dave. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, Dad was already out here working, and he wasn't going to come back and drive the trip again. So we just 
flew out. And then we stayed at Gary and Linda's house until our stuff got there. We had the house. And, cause we, and they had Angela, too, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They did. So then you guys moved into the house on Zang. It was the first house in Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So with Mike, um, how was his pregnancy? Any different than Dave's? His what? Your pregnancy with Mike. No, it was it was not. I didn't have any difficult pregnancies. I mean, I had you know a little bit of pain once in a while, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't bad. And all of my births were pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, they took a long time. Dave's was long, but it's because he had such a big head. <laughs> well, no, I'm serious. Yeah. It runs in the family. Yeah. Dad, my dad has a big head, and when you have a big head and you're going through a birth canal. Yeah, it takes a little longer. <laughs> now with you, with you and Steve, because you were six weeks early. Yeah. Your heads weren't quite as big. And was Mike was Mike early? No, I think Mike was within a few days of his due date. I don't remember what the. I think he was maybe due on the tenth, and he came on the second. Something like a, within a week. Yeah. I don't then, remember the exact dates. Do you remember the day you went into labor? What that? Where you were? With um, Mike. Let me think about that. Um, I think that I went into labor and I took Dave over to our next-door neighbors because we had to get to the hospital because my water had broken. That happened every time. If your water breaks, you got to go to the hospital. You can't wait. Yeah. So I called this neighbor next door. They were trying to have a baby anyway, and they kept him until Dad could get back. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Grandma and Grandpa came up, Bush. No, for the for the birth or? No, no, that doesn't. No, no, I'm in the wrong state. I've, <laughs> you, you should have had me prepare for this. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think my mom probably came down to help me when Mike came home. Came were you in? Yeah, when he was born, were you in the hospital as long as Dave, or they got you uh, home? No, the labor wasn't as long. It was only about ten hours. And then I probably was there for a couple of days. And was days. Dad the only one there when Mike was born? Uh, yeah. At the hospital? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. with, when your water breaks, you got to get right to the hospital. You don't have time to wait for people to come and, right. and be with you. <laughs> okay. So then when you get home, what was how did how did Dave take to Mike? First off, like he when you first... Pretty, well, he really wasn't that old enough to you know, pay much attention to him. And I don't remember there being any yeah. issues or anything. Because, see, he was turning two in that June, and Mike was born in October. Okay, so, Mike, so he, yeah. Yeah, Dave was only two years and three months. He was too little to, yeah. not that he didn't pay any attention to him. <laughs> right, but he's not quite aware of what's going on. Right, right. And then how was, uh, how was two kids in general? Was that had a lot of... No, it wasn't bad. I I mean, people that say that it is are people that are trying to work. You know what I mean? If you're staying at home with your kids, you got plenty of time. Yeah. And I I had always planned to do that, so for me it wasn't any shock. And I was also around my younger siblings. I think a lot of women get married and have kids, and they've never been around a baby. baby, Yeah. And they don't. They're not as comfortable with it as 
like Nikki will be. Yeah, exactly. You know, she's she's used to being around babies. Yeah. But these people that have a baby and go back to work, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I, don't. I wouldn't want to, but a lot of I mean, was that even an option, or financially, Dad was was able to provide, and that was well, that was we just, just uh, we had discussed it, and there was no question in either of our minds that I was going to stay home and, and raise the kids. I mean, I just never planned to work and didn't have to, you know. And Dad wasn't making like barrels of money, but the thing is, it didn't cost that much to live back then. Yeah. I think our fir- I know that first house that we bought in Loveland was forty thousand dollars. <laughs> Can you believe that? A no, high level. I know. And it was good size. Yeah. And then when we sold it, I forget what we got for it. I think we got. Like you said, sixty something. No, I think it was fifty-five or something like that. Hmm. And then we came out here and we got a similar house for. I don't remember what it was, maybe 70. I don't even think it was that much. <clears throat> but, you know, ever since then, everything's just going up, up, up. Yeah. But, no, Dad and I always planned that I would stay at home. And, you know, in those days, you could live on one income. I mean, yeah. we had two cars. One was paid for. We had, um, I don't know what it was, some kind of an old car that I'd had. And then... Eventually, we got a station wagon or a van or something. Yeah. But it just was a lot. didn't cost that much to live back then. And then Steve and I, I mean, we, we came in 81, but did, so Dave would have been five. Did he, When did he start going to school? Well, you guys were born in May. <clears throat> we lived there on Zang Street. Yeah. And... um. I didn't know I was having twins. Right. So when you were born uh, in May, Dave was starting kindergarten in Jefferson County, and they started early because they were kind of on a year-round type school. So I think it was in August. So you guys were like two months old. (laughs) (laughs) And... A little bit more than that, but you hadn't been home from the hospital much longer than that. And my concern was I had to walk him up the hill to the school bus, but I couldn't couldn't take you guys with me and Mike. (laughs) (laughs) So I finally had a neighbor that stayed, I think, in the house with you two, and then I walked up the hill with Mike and Dave. And then once he got used to the walk and there were some other kids in the neighborhood that he could walk up to the school bus stop, he was fine. And I think, I was trying to think if his kindergarten was a half a day or a whole day. I think it was just half a day. But anyway, I got through it. And how did how did Dave like school, kind of kindergarten, first, second, third grade? Like he, Oh, yeah, he, he liked it. He had actually gone to a little preschool um it was a mother's morning out program at a church that I found, mm. and um, he went to that for a year. Just in, it was just kind of a little playtime. Yeah. And then, uh, so he was ready to get in with, you know, with other kids. He he never had any issues with it. He liked. What it. was what was he like? I guess as a little boy, you know, less than eight, pretty. My what was his temperament? I guess. 
Oh, very, just like he is now. Very <laughs> laid back and easygoing. He never was, none of you guys were. Yeah. Rambunctious, as I would say. Not that you never argued or fought, but, I mean, you were normal kids. But, no, I didn't have any temper tantrums or yeah. anything like that that I can remember. And then when did Mike start going to school? Well, see, I was just trying to figure this out before you called. Mike was born October 2nd Yeah. to start school, to start kindergarten. You had to be five. September, right? Yeah. yeah, and so he had to wait a whole year. So what I was just looking at on this sheet, Dave started kindergarten in 1981, which was when you guys were born. And then Mike didn't start kindergarten until 1984. So there were three years in there because what happened with Mike is he started school when he was, or started kindergarten when he was five, but a couple of weeks later he turned six. Oh, right. Okay. So he was and really that's old why for his he class. He was 19 when he graduated high school. Well, so were, yeah, so were Steve and I. Yeah, it was the same thing happened. But we, we were late. We were kind of late in the year. Mike was probably one of the oldest in his grade always. Let me see here. I wrote that down. Yeah, because he started school in 84, and you started in 87 and graduated in 2000. Yeah. Yeah. But you were 19 when when you graduated. Yeah, just barely, but yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty, I'm, that's the way it worked out for Mike, too. Although he didn't turn 19 until that fall. He graduated in the spring, but he turned 19 in the fall, I think is how it worked out. Hmm. So how was how was Mike as a kid I mean, compared to Dave? They got along fine. I never had any issues. I think um, the normal sibling rivalry, but they, you know, I can remember them playing on that house at Zhang Street, we had a sandbox. Do you remember that? No, you wouldn't remember that because we uh, But yeah. we had a sandbox, and it was on the uh, – it was a split-level house, and the garage was attached, and you had to go out the back door of the garage. There was a door out into the backyard, and that's where the sandbox was. And they played out there. <laughs> we had a big sandbox. They loved that. <laughs> they played together all the time. And there were a lot of kids in that neighborhood. Yeah. So there was always somebody to play with. But then we moved into this house. As soon as you guys were born, we knew we would have to have a bigger house because we couldn't even get two high chairs in the kitchen of the other house. So it was a three-bedroom? Uh, the house that we Insane. were in. Yeah. yeah, we only had three bedrooms. So who? Sh so Mike and Dave shared then? Um, you mean after you guys came? Let me yeah. think about that. Um, you were born in May, and we moved in here in December. I think what we did is we put Dave and Mike in the same room with a youth bed and a crib, and then we got two more cribs in the second bedroom, you know, the other bedroom for you guys. But you were so little, we could have gotten along with one crib, but we didn't realize that. And then you guys... We moved in December. Yeah. So in late 80, 
1980, I guess, two years after Mike, is when you started thinking about having a third child. Uh, let me think about that. Let's see. Mike was born in 78. You were born in May of 81. So I must have been trying in the fall of 80. 80, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I vaguely remember we, you guys always, somebody wanted four kids and you wanted three well, pregnancies. We or laugh about that. Yeah. Because we really talked about having two, and then Dad said he wanted to have one more, and I said, "Well, okay, you know." And we didn't know that you guys were coming until you were here. <laughs> yeah. Was the and was the pregnancy itself was that any different? I mean, I, you said the stories about. Well, people you, always say, "I can't believe your doctor didn't know you were having twins. Why didn't he hear two heartbeats?" People yeah. always say that to me, and I always say the same thing. He did, he wasn't looking for a second one. You know, if you hear a heartbeat, you say, hey, there's the baby's heartbeat, the end. <laughs> You're yeah. not keep looking. Yeah. And I didn't know until, I can't even remember now, when did he tell me that he thought? It was when I got to the hospital because I was early, and he, um, I don't know what made him suspicious. But he had them take an X-ray because he thought it was twins. And I said, "Why do you think it's twins? You've never said that before in the whole pregnancy." You know, he was just. Yeah. And he came in. The guy came in, took a picture, brought it back in. Held it, the doctor held it up to the light, and he said, "We're going to have to take it over. We can't. It's all blurry. You must have moved." And I said, "Well, are there? Do you think there's two in there? But you're not sure." And he said, "We can't be sure because we can't see it. We have to t- do a, an alter, not a." It wasn't even an ultrasound. It was some other procedure. So they finally got a picture of the two of you. And so it was only a few hours before you were born that I knew I was having two of you. And what was was going through your mind? Well, I mean, I was excited, but it was such a surprise because the doctors or his nurses, the only thing one of the nurses used to say when I'd go in for my checkups, she would even say to the doctor, I think she's further along than, than you've figured. You know, she's bigger than that. Cause they measure your tummy, you know, from your belly yeah. up and down. And she said, she's bigger than that. So she just thought my date was off. Oh, you know, like you okay. didn't you didn't calculate yeah. the date right. Yeah. Well, she was wrong. <laughs> and didn't your, your mom say something at the cabin? Uh, I, think you, I think you said your mom at the cabin, you were there... I don't know if, when it would have been. I guess March or April. No, I, th- I thought somebody no. said, are you sure you're not having twins? It wouldn't have been up at the cabin because we never went up to the cabin. Yeah, day. it wouldn't have been. I swear you no. told me your mom had, had said that. It might have been my mom. She might have said that, but it wasn't up at the cabin. Yeah, and, okay. And you were born in May, so I can't remember her coming out here. Before I then? I think they came out here that year that I was pregnant with you. I, I don't I don't remember it. They usually when they came out was in the summer. Yeah. If they, if they came. But yeah, it was a surprise but it was fun. I mean and you guys weren't any trouble because you slept all the time. You were so little. Well it was I a little scary in the beginning, right? Because we What's that? Cause Steve came home before I did, right? Uh a week before. Yeah. When did yeah. he come home? He came home um, when he was two weeks old, and you were three weeks when you came home. And then how was that going from 
three kids for a week and then four kids <laughs> a week well, later. I think. I can't remember now if Grandma came up first and then my mom came for a week. You know, we had help. Yeah. But uh, the hardest thing was that I was going to breastfeed both of you. And when babies are, you know, for the first few months, especially preemies, you needed to be fed every three hours around the clock. <laughs> so I didn't get a lot of sleep. Yeah. But that was the way I wanted to do it, so I didn't, you know, it wasn't a big deal. But I did have, you know, Grandma came up and then my mom came out. Um, I did have some help until I got into a pattern. Oh, oh I, I forgot. I hired two girls across the street there on Zhang. One was an eighth grader and one was a sixth grader. They lived directly across the street. Their mom was always home. But they had helped their older sister when she got married and had a baby. So they were very experienced. They loved coming over. And they would either take care of you guys while I did something with Dave and Mike or vice versa. Or if, if I needed to change the cribs, they would take the babies out and play you guys out, you know, while I changed. They were just mother's helpers, and I paid them. Yeah. They loved it. And it was a huge help because sometimes they would stay with the four of you, and I would go to the grocery store because there was oh. no way I could go to the store with four of you. <laughs> I mean, at that happen. age. Because, yeah. you know, you guys were in little carriers. I couldn't have done it. I had to have a way to go. Either I did it then or if Dad came home, I would go in the evening. You well, know, how did how was Dave at that point? Because he's getting a little older. I mean, he's five, six. So he... Well, see, he was in kindergarten. Yeah. So he was gone for half the day during the week. But I don't know. There was not any, you know, people talk about jealousy and all that. I don't think five-year-olds... <laughs> <laughs> Or old enough to be jealous. I just, I never had that feeling. I mean, yeah. you know, they wanted to hold you. And, you know, you guys always have been, not that you never fought, don't get me wrong, but, you know. Yeah. I, I don't have a lot of memories of you guys being real fussy or anything. We're all good kids. Still are. <laughs> <laughs> and when did we, so we went to kindergarten in 87? Um, I thought it was eighty fall of eighty six, and I know we we did well, Bethany see, Bethany busy beat. So you were five in eighty six. That's when you started. Yeah. No, but I have it here seventy. Why do I have eighty seven on here? Does that make sense? Let me think. If you were born in eighty one, no, you. I have that wrong because. Um, or did I hold you back because you were preemies? I think I might have. Well, we, yeah, I remember you were the, 19 when you graduated, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, you started in 87. You were six when you started kindergarten. Okay. Because I held you back a year, only because you were premature, and I figured it didn't hurt Mike, and you didn't you didn't know enough to <laughs> complain about it. And I, a, I never had any regrets about doing that. Yeah. Because you were always more mature. I remember in high school one time you said to me that you thought some of the kids that you went to school with were immature. <laughs> and I said to you, remember, Pete, you're a year older than all of your classmates. And you were like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it makes a difference. At that, yeah. at that age level, a year's difference is tremendous in, yeah. in maturity. Yeah. 
and you just hadn't thought about it. You, you know, went to school with those kids, you know, for a long time, and you didn't think about it when I said it. You said, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and so it does make a difference. Yeah, I mean, when we start, so when we started grade school and you had four kids in the house and everybody's kind of developing their own personality, we all played along, or how did play together? Or was it mostly yeah, Mike and Dave? Much. I mean, you didn't play in terms of the things you played with weren't always the same. But I can remember, I don't know if you can remember because you were too young, but the house that we moved out of to move here was a tri-level. It was good-sized rooms, but on the lower level, the lowest, like the family room level, there was a huge family room, a huge, I called it the toy room, but it was another bedroom. There was a bathroom with the laundry area down there. It was a, It was a pretty big level. But you would drag toys out of the toy room where we kept them and play in the family room all day. And at the end of the day, that family room was like <laughs> war zone. <laughs> but I all we had a rule: you can play with any toys all day long. But at the end of the day, when it's bedtime, you're going to put them all back. And you did. I mean, I just didn't have time to do all of that, you know. Yeah. But. And that wasn't really you guys. It was Dave and Mike because, you know, of course. You, you were still real little when you were in that house. <laughs> but anyway, we survived. I mean, looking back on it, I don't know how I did it, but it's like if you've got four kids and you're the only one that can nurse, nurse them, you've got to do it. So, you know, <laughs> you just do what you have to do. And I don't yeah. regret one minute of it. I mean, I didn't get a lot. I remember the first night the two of you slept through on the same night. And every night or every morning when I would wake up, Dad would look at me and say, did anybody wake up last night? <laughs> because he would hear me getting up to nurse you. Yeah. And I looked at him that, that day that you had slept through, and I looked at Dad and I said, I can't remember if I've been up or not. <laughs> because I was literally getting up around the clock. And on the same night, you both slept through for 10 hours, and you never woke up again at night. Oh. And I don't know why that happened, but I'll tell you what. It was. But it took me a week or two to even be able to sleep all night because I was so used to waking up, you know. But yeah. it felt good to sleep all night. But I don't regret a minute of it. I think that's why all of you guys are healthier than a lot of your friends were. Yeah. Because breast milk is the best immune system builder there is. Yeah. And especially if you don't give, you you guys didn't have any solid food. The pediatrician, you would never remember her. Her name is Dr. Bublitz. She told me when I took you in for your first checkup, do not give them any solid food because you were preemies until they're at least 12 months old. Wow. So all you had was mother's milk for a year. Hmm. Yeah, that's what she told me, and that's what I did. And I think that's why you guys have always been healthy. You've never been very sick, have you? I've had a couple. I had that one weird bout of sickness right before college, and then I got really sick when I got to college, and they had all the preservatives in the food. They had what? Uh, all those preservatives in the food, but those are the two. That's the two times I ever remember really being sick, besides mm-hmm. you know, chickenpox and stuff. But you there didn't was one chickenpox, did you? Yeah, Steve gave it to us. He gave us chickenpox and pink eye. I thought we had measles, mumps, and uh, 
No, I got chicken pox and pink eye from Steve. He gave it to all of us. Oh, okay. I just was thinking there was a shot for chicken pox back then, but maybe there wasn't. Yeah. But anyway, so you, you're all healthy. I mean, yeah. you don't get sick very often. so. And I attribute it to the breastfeeding. That's what I was always told. It's the, your immunities transfer from the mother to the child, hmm. your natural immunities. So that's what I did. So for for Dave, um, do you have any memories of him in elementary school or middle school? Anything that's kind of sticks out? Um, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. You all guys were all well behaved. I never had the teachers to call or. You ever break any bones or get in trouble real bad or anything? No, like that? the only one who broke bones was you. Yeah. <laughs> was it your collarbone? Yeah, I broke my collarbone falling out of bed when That's right. that, first that night the, in my new bed. Yeah. Is that the only one? It is, isn't it? I broke my tips of my fingers a couple times, but your fingers? Yeah, I mean later in life in football, but not. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. No, nobody else broke any bones. I don't know why that is. It's just. Luck of the draw, I guess. So how how old were Mike and Dave when the whole incident of burning matches behind the shed happened? Well, we had lived here, and Mike had to have been about, I want to say, seven or eight. So it would have been, so we moved in in 81. So it was like the early 90s, 90 or 91, maybe, yeah. is what I'm thinking. Because I know Mike was, you know, he was... Uh, old enough that he was in school, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He probably could tell you that better than I could. Well, I like to get it from your perspective because it's been told so many times to me, but I, I, don't, I don't know if I ever got – I got Mike's well, take on see, it. To me, it isn't a memory that I have because I didn't participate in it, and I didn't even know about it until it was passed. You know what I mean? I think Dad found the matches out there. I think Tony did it, and Tony found it and told Dad, and then Dad. Yeah, well, Dad discovered it through yeah. somebody, maybe. I see. I I really, honestly, don't remember that. I I remember hearing about it, but I I was not there when they found the the matches. But Dad was <laughs> beside himself. <laughs> well, he said, "What if that shed had caught on fire?" And he he let him have it. I mean, he wanted to scare him a little bit. Yeah. And they didn't. You know, it's not like they were vicious. They just thought it would be fun to light matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever remember uh, taking all four of us somewhere, like, young, when we were younger? Like, did that ever? You mean I mean, uh, like, not like vacations or the cabin or anything? The cabin we did. We went up yeah. to the cabin a lot. I'm trying to remember how we ever did that, because we only had that one van, um, that red van, I think. And Dad said we, when we went on a vacation, that time that we drove back to Ohio, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. That was when it was um, Grandma and Grandpa's um, 50th anniversary. Yeah. Which would have been in 92. Yeah. They got married in 42. And uh, I don't know how we got all the stuff in the, in that van, but Dad said we had a tar- car top carrier. Do you yeah, we had, a, we had a car top carrier. That we had to have something because there wasn't that much space behind the third seat. Yeah. But 
the other thing I remember about that van, and you guys probably would, <laughs> you used to fight over whether you would where you would sit when we all got in the car to go to the store or something. Yeah. And one time I had just had it because you were fussing and fighting about where you would seat, and I said, "Get out of the car, all of you, get out, get out." Get out. <laughs> and you were looking at me like, "Uh-oh, she's mad." <laughs> and I made you get back in, but I told you before you got in there. Whatever seat you pick today, and you have to agree on them, you're going to have that seat forever unless you have an agreement to switch. <laughs> I'm not going to go through this every time we get in the car. And that's what we did. <laughs> I remember you, you wrote on a white piece of paper because we, we established the seat. We had the van. We had Gary, uh, uh, Bill and Jane's old yellow van that you put the windows in. Uh-huh. And we established the seating chart in that van. Yeah, I think you're right. Because you wrote it on a piece of paper with red ink, and you taped it on the back of, like, the passenger front passenger seat. <laughs> and you just had letters of where we were sitting because... I didn't see, want any argument. <laughs> well, no, because certain windows were better. Like, the, the back two windows where Dave and I were were fixed windows, and I think mics could open or, or something like that. And then when we got... Yeah, mics could slide open. They had one of those little sliding screens. And then I remember cause Steve got the best seat because he got to, he got to control the door. And then oh, when yeah, we got I do remember that. And then when we got the red van, it was Steve had the worst seat because it was kind of like a half weird seat that was in the middle, uh-huh. and it had the sliding door. And then uh, Mike, I think yeah, me, Mike, and Dave's windows all kind of had that thing in the back where it kind of you could kind of crack it. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, we were all upset because Steve kind of won the luck of the draw and got the best seat, and then we got the new van, and he got the <laughs> – by default, he got the worst seat because we all kept the same seat. <laughs> Can you imagine that you were fussing over where you were going to sit? Oh, yeah, that's prime real estate. You, you, I'm sure that's important to a kid. <laughs> but, I mean, that one day I just had had it because we couldn't start. I couldn't start the car till you guys would find a seat, and you would – fuss and fight and push and you know I just said get out get out get out we're going to put them in the seat and I don't think any of you ever changed them again no we didn't isn't that silly but yeah. that's the way it is when you got a van or a station wagon and I remember one of the first trips we took with that with the red van with the Plymouth we went to Dinosaur National Monument and we went through Craig Right. And there was there was a wave pool in Craig, Colorado. I don't remember that being one of the first trips in that car, but I do remember that trip. But yeah. I, like I said, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't even know what month of the year we got. I do remember we drove that car to Ohio, though. Yeah. And that would have been in Grandma and Grandpa's 50th, what did I say, 40, 92. 92, yeah. And then Grandma died the next year. Yeah. So... It was April 9th. Was when right? she died? 93, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the Rockies' first home game ever. Was that right? Yeah. Where do you have that written down? It's just in my head. I remember that day. Oh. Because we were in fifth grade, and a bunch mm-hmm. of kids took off to go to the Rocky. They were playing in the old Mile High Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I think it was an afternoon game. And we remember. I remember coming home when we were talking about the game, and then you. I think you got a call about mom. Or about your mom. I think it was Judy called you, mm-hmm. and 
I mean, that was our first, well, for me, it was the first time anybody kind of close to us had passed away. It, well, but if you remember, and I'm, this is coming back to me, I went home to see her one last time. Yeah. That spring. Because right. they, they knew that she was not going to survive. Yeah. And I went back and then that yeah, just, all came. And I'll tell you, when she died, she died on Good Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I was just, at church. I remember when you got off the phone and we kind of came in and we didn't know what to say. And the first thing you said was just that it was a blessing and that she wouldn't be in pain anymore. I, I never exactly. forget that. Yeah. Well, and she was. She was in terrible pain for months and months and was on painkillers because she, you know, and all that she did was sleep because yeah. the painkillers would knock her out. But it, the pain was so, they say bone cancer is the most painful cancer. Uh-huh. So I'm just glad that she died when she did because she was in horrible pain <clears throat> and i blame her doctor i don't know if i've ever told you that yeah did i because i yeah you had told me that she had gone on chemo like in the was it 60s or 70s and it was, it was terrible and then she swore it off until the late until the 90s when she they put her back on it no, no, That's no, no. you got that wrong she didn't have chemo she had a lump in her breast they removed the breast, which is how they treated cancer back then, and that was in 1968. Right, okay. And her cancer did not come back until 92. Okay. And that's, at that point, when it came back, they had chemo, and that's what killed her. Huh. I mean, that's my belief. Yeah. You know, I just... I think she probably would have survived if they hadn't done that. And her doctor, who lived across the street from us, is the one who um, treated her. And actually, what I think caused the cancer is he put her on uh, estrogen Mm. before her body stopped producing estrogen. And too much estrogen has been shown to cause breast cancer. And that's what I blame. Yeah. Because people always say to me, oh, you should, you know, you should be careful because your mom died of cancer. And I said, yeah, but my mom had a totally different history than I've had. And that's the way I believe. I believe that doctor put her on something that was new. He's like, here, try this. It's brand new. You know, well, there you go. It was a hormone. Yeah. But it was too much for somebody that was still producing their own hormones. That's the way I believe. So anyway, but she did suffer. I mean, she had a lot of pain. Yeah. But she was very accepting of it. You know she wasn't a Catholic when she was born, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the nuns that encouraged her to become a Catholic really did a lot for her at at that time. They weren't around when she died because it was years later. But. Right. Anyway, that's all well, I know about that. Yeah. Well, it's probably probably a pretty good stopping point for today. I want to. Next thing I kind of wanted to talk about is more kind of us growing up. You know, the vacations, um, scouts, uh, sports we got into, church. Well, and that's you know. 
I'll be glad to talk to you about it, but those are things that you guys should record. Yeah, I I, I, I guess, you know, some of the stuff is more from, from your perspective, you know. Cause yeah, I can, and, and a lot of it will be from Dad's perspective, too. Of course, yeah. You know, scouts and camping and all of that, because I really, I took you to scouts, but I didn't ever camp with the scouts. Yeah. But that's fine. We can, you know, we can go through that era. Yeah, talk a little bit about that, and then, um, you know, at, at some point, you you know, kind of made the decision to get involved with Amara, and you met uh, Donna. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of how kind of that somewhat was getting the year that um, I started that in '88. Yeah. And that's when you had started kindergarten in '87, and I waited until you were in first grade because. I wanted you to be gone all day if I had meetings or something. Yeah. Or I made appointments. Yeah, that's exactly right. So kind of talk about that, you know, when we were we were growing up and for next time. Okay. Now, are you setting a date for next time? Um, you because should. Because the holidays are coming up, but, you know, I'm willing to do whatever you want to do. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Um, we are, our friend Megan is coming over. She's the one that's, um, she's living with us. She's, she's yeah. Paul's friend. Um, so she's, she's from Reno, but she's going to stay in town, um, to, uh, just celebrate with us. And then Jared's coming. Oh, okay. So he's, let's see, he is, they're, well, they're both baking pies. And then Nikki, I'm doing smoking a turkey and ham and Nikki's doing all the sides. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, it's gonna be delicious. You're having turkey and ham. Yeah, we're gonna do a. Um, what did she get? A six pound, I think, just turkey breasts. You know, oh, we don't yeah. want to get all the dark meat and everything. Although Jerry loves dark meat, it's just it's a bigger pain. So we want to just do the, a big turkey breast and then uh, do a ham. It's kind of a something else. Yeah. But we're doing a ham, a bone-in breast. So I think it'll that'll help with the flavor and smoke. Mm-hmm. That well, sounds good. Yep, yeah, seventy-five degree uh, Thanksgiving, but it's, <laughs> oh well, darn. <laughs> yeah, it's real tough out here. So. Well, we're—I don't know what our Thanksgiving will be like, but it's next week, so. Yeah. You know, it's—I mean, today it was sunny and sixty-two degrees, and we haven't had much bad weather yet. Dad and I finally got the leaves raked up in the front yard, but the ones on that big tall bush thing in the back haven't even all fallen yet so yeah. we'll probably be raking leaves in December <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay yeah. alright well um, I'm thinking the 15th I'm just looking at the schedule here that's the week before Christmas the Tuesday before the week of Christmas let me just mark it on the calendar or I'll... It's three, three weeks from tonight basically Yeah, I'm, I just want to put it on the calendar so that I don't space it out if it's on here, I see it every time I look at the calendar. Okay. <laughs> Pete's call. You still want to do it at 7? 6.30. Well, my, my well, 6.30, 630 or 7.30. Yeah. yeah. I'll put 7.30 on here just so I don't forget. Okay. Yeah, and then Christmas is that next week. And Steve, you know that Steve and uh, Megan are coming the day after Steven. Christmas. Yeah, they're coming, and then uh, Philip, Nikki's brother, is going to come out here, and we're going to do the, um, we're going to reserve and work on some of the rose 
parade rose parade floats. Oh, really? And, and then go to the rose parade on New Year's Day because he, and who's you know, he's Philip, Nikki's brother, older brother. Oh, okay. Okay. He's um, he's you know he's a decorator and he loves flowers and oh yeah he's always he, he's always watching he watches the parade every year so we That's went that great. one year and loved it but my coworker she used to volunteer a lot and I asked her how do you get involved in that and they have these volunteer organizations and you go and cut up petals and put them in blenders and make make floats like it'd be kind of neat so yeah I think he'll love it something kind of an experience that not very many people will ever have yeah that's great. Well, so I've enjoyed hanging out with you, Pete. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I'm glad you're asking me questions, though, because it's getting my brain in gear. But <laughs> I, I, I forget about a lot of stuff, and then when you ask me, it sort of you know comes back in bits and pieces. But Yeah, I, I'll, um, I mean, we're basically about three hours of interview now. I mean, there's quite a bit in there. I just, I'm going to go back through and see eventually see kind of what, what did I miss or is there any kind of details we probably should talk about a little more or something like that. Yeah. Well, I think Dad's jealous, too. He t- he asked me tonight what you were going to call about, and I said, well, he's doing the the family stuff. And he said, oh, yeah. I said, he's going to do you next, so you better warm up your brain. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have a zillion things, but you got to keep him on track because he likes to talk about his childhood. Yeah. No, we'll uh, we'll keep it progressing. We'll yeah. stay that we'll stick to the agenda. <laughs> Cut him off if he gets off the topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, always fun to talk to you, bud. All right, Mom. Have a good turkey day and yeah. give Nikki her sh- best. Yeah, we'll try to call you on Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna be here, so No, we're gonna be over at Dave and Katie's. We'll be here until we go over there and, and we're probably not gonna go over there until about four o'clock. Okay. So you can try us here. If we're not here, we'll be all be over there then. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Love you, bud. All right. Take care. Love you. Bye, Mom. Bye-bye.